After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. They tell you what they know. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. The pocket that you know. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this on a Monday night after the Kings bounce back in a big time way. They were shorthanded. De'Aaron Fox missed the game with hamstring soreness. How was the Kings defense going to show up tonight? Mike Brown called out players after the game. He called out Kevin Herter after last game for his lack of rebounding. The Kings responded tonight. They take care of business on the home floor, beating the Pelicans 123-108. to And Kevin Herter brought it. Sabonis with another trip dub. Kings are 7-1 when he does that. And Davion Mitchell in the starting lineup, he did some big things, not only defensively, but offensively. And here are the Kings back to 12 games above 500 in three tough games that lie ahead. But the test continues. Every single game. It's a playoff-like atmosphere. You got a home win tonight. I'm Juice Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mo? Every time you do that recap after a win, I want to run through a wall for you. It's It just makes me feel so good. Thinking about that game tonight, everything was, was going so well. So well. In so many different ways. I felt very proud. Um, but on top of everything, I was entertained. And I think just as a basketball fan, you could be watching the Sacramento Kings right now and be entertained on almost any night. Well, the biggest thing tonight is you're playing without De'Aaron Fox. Mike Brown said before the game that if this was a playoff game, he would have played and that he wanted to play tonight. But Mike Brown said he pulled the plug on it. He figured, hey, you got a little hamstring soreness. We don't want this thing to linger. Let's give you a couple of days off before our next game Thursday on national TV against the New York Knicks. So they sat Fox tonight in hopes that, hey, he'll feel a lot better and come back and be ready to go Thursday against New York. So without their starting point guard, the Kings matched their season high in assists. Morgan Reagan, the Kings had 39 assists tonight, and the ball was whipping. Of course, it helps when you knock down shots. That's what happens when you pass, knock down shot, you get an assist. Duh. But the ball movement tonight was beautiful. We talked about this Pelican squad before tonight's game and what they're averaging with steals, 8.6 steals per game. So they're a team that creates a lot of their offense off of their defense, um, getting their hands in the passing lanes. We talk about how the Kings have had their issues against longer teams. 
This is the Pelicans. The Kings did such a fantastic job executing their game plan. It didn't matter if it was moving without the basketball or making a shot fake to make that extra pass. Whatever it was, it was just done on such a high level tonight. 18th time this year that the Kings have posted 30-plus assists. And so you look at this team, and when they're not only scoring, but they're moving that ball like they were tonight, magic happens. Another insane stat from the G-man Gary Gerald tonight about the Kings offense. They scored 38 points in the third quarter, outscoring New Orleans 38 to 20. Um, That's a pretty significant number because it is the 53rd time this season they have scored 35 or more in a quarter. Wow. Just Wow. And that's what's so great about it, Deuce. It's the way that they're playing, the way that they're scoring. They're just such a high-scoring team, and especially in a quarter like that. I mean, you saw when they started making those shots and then playing some really good defense, moving on a string, rotating over, get contesting shots, finishing a defensive possession with a rebound. They were pushing the ball the other way and just did never let go of the gas. They also threw in some zone defense tonight. Uh, Luke Laux had that idea, and they went, yeah, let's go ahead and try, try a different look. And you're seeing more and more teams around the league throw out zone defenses. Yep. And the Kings did it, and it looked okay against the Pelicans, especially in the second half. New Orleans only scored 49 points in the second half of that game. In fact, New Orleans shot just 47%. They were 2 of 13 from 3. Uh, with those 49 points. The Kings in the second half had 64 points on 57% shooting. Got a little three-point happy at the end. Took some ant threes late in that fourth quarter. Ended up 6-19 of 19 in the second half. But for Sacramento, they still shot 56%. They still were 16 of 38 from three overall. And the 39 assists and just 11 turnovers. Just incredible Beautiful. stuff. Who do we start with tonight? I think it's got to be Kevin Herter, right? Red Velvet, who got called out. And let's also reflect on on Kevin Herter for a second. Okay, reflecting. He could not hit anything in the month of February. No. Nothing. It was bad. He went to All-Star Weekend. Oh. And he (laughs) had a really bad weekend. Like one of the worst three-point shootouts ever. Yeah. But you got to stay locked in. You got to trust your work. You got to keep going. That's what Get a little rest. There's talk about his conditioning. Is he ready to go? Well, coming out of the break, the Kings are 5-1. and one. In Kevin Herter's last four games, he is 17 of 29 from three. Let's go. Dude, I said coming into tonight's game how I just want to see the Kings really play sharp. And by playing sharp, that's not making those small mistakes, sure. But also, when you're coming off a screen, are you rubbing off a guy's shoulder, right? Just the little things. Kevin Herter, the way that he would come off of the screen, the way that he was moving without the basketball, the way that he was stepping into his shot, his footwork just looked so much more crisp, so much more assertive, like he felt confident in what he was doing. And all those little things, I believe, have led to him shooting so much better. Yeah, he finished. The scoring's great, too. I mean, 25 points for him on 9 of 16 shooting. He was 6 of 10 from three-point range. But what I like tonight, your guy's out. Fox is out. Who's going to create? Who's going to set guys up? Mm-hmm. How's this ball going to get moving? Well, shooting opens up everything, of course. But Kevin Herter got it going. He was dropping dimes. He had eight assists in this game. He was also called out after last game by Mike Brown about the rebounding. 
because I think he and was a Fox combined for like two or something. It was, it yes. was bad. It was yeah. bad. All I know is it was really bad. He had five rebounds tonight. So you get 25, eight and five along with two steals from Kevin Herter. Dude, he's in, he's been racking up those steals as well. Like that's something at least when he was having those bad shooting nights, you're still like, well, you can depend on him uh, defensively at times, you know, just being active, high IQ player. But then on the offensive end was still doing a good job um, from the mid range or a decent job. And now it seems like it's all coming back to him. It's looking good in the two man game. It's all Moving coming back. back to it's all coming, coming back, back to him, him now. now. He was lost in now. He has been found. I don't know. You, you that, turn that, that over. That song I, is so hard to like hit, dude. It's like. I the, thought you were going to. I thought it was, it was a home run. When he shoots like, just like this and he passes like that. Yeah, yeah. He had lost his shot then, but it's all coming back oh. to him. It's all coming back to him. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to him. It's there was nighttime and this pleasure. Great pass. Hammer time. Sabonis. He's fouled. It'll be a three-point opportunity. That was a sweet pass late. He had to Sabonis for that jam. That was awesome. Beautiful stuff. Also in the chat, we are not doing this tonight. What? Gilbert. We look good without Fox. I am No, I love it. Bring it. Do it. I love sports hot takes they're great no do you think maybe hey hey gilby do you think maybe it's because Gilbert. the kings have some depth now do you think it's maybe because they, they, they have a good Dude, team and they the can weirdo. win shorthanded don't be the weirdo don't be the weirdo <laughs> let gilbert be the weirdo don't be the weirdo back no that's the one thing ew hold, when hold, i watch hold me back no okay here Oh, oh my God, he's so strong. I can barely hold him back. We don't need to do this every time, okay? Jesus. The Kings actually have a losing record when Fox doesn't play this year. He's uh, an all-star. It's old. It's tired. How we does can't it even keep... bother you? I, we just have even... to put him in his place, and the chat no, does too. you guys, Gilbert's fine. Just no, let Gilbert be. Gilbert, okay? dead to me. Dead. Over. I'm not doing Fox slander anymore. You know what one of my least favorite things? When I watch other teams' podcasts. Yeah? And and the 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 hosts are homers and they like go at people. Oh, oh. Gilbert's wrong, but you don't need to like you don't him. need to bully Gilbert. I did a bit where you called him Gilby. Gilby, I was looking. What at if him. what if you got bullied being called Gilby? You I know? don't care. Okay, I don't care. Well, Gilbert, you're wrong. Yes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. no, but it, in all seriousness, I I just Kevin Herter was fantastic tonight, and it was. For a guy that could not make anything in the month of February, and he was trying to find other ways to impact the game still, yeah. but you could tell it was, you know, it, at some point it's going to mess with your confidence. So for him now to kind of get into some rhythm the last few games, look like kind of the old Kevin Herter, he's coming down off dribble handoffs. He gets so, when he gets really going, he's like, I'm going to go ahead and launch this in transition from deep. And then his ability, because of being a three-point threat, he could still put the ball on the floor and do other things out there you kind of saw like the best of Kevin Herter, the best version of him tonight. Yeah, I that's that's what it was. You you got the best version of Kevin Herter, and we saw it on a consistent level to start the season. And that's why I have no doubt in my mind that you can see him play at a high level consistently 
um, from here on out. I think it's like we kept saying, we kept going, oh, is this going to be the game that gives him confidence? And what we've seen from each game, you just mentioned his numbers the last four, I believe. Yep. You've seen it progress every single game. It just keeps growing. His confidence keeps growing. Um, whether he's being empowered by teammates or coaches, whoever it is that's helping him out, mental strength coach that you talked to early on before the game, I don't care who it is, it's helping. Yeah, it was it was huge for Sacramento tonight. Who's the next guy we got to talk about? Um, Davion Mitchell. Davion. Stepping up, stepping in. He got the deep hog chain. Um, well, people wanted to bury this guy, man. Every single time, though. Every single time people want to bury him. I was really happy that now this is kind of the second straight start he's had in place of Fox where he looks more comfortable out there. And I've said this for a while about Davion. He's a great example of a guy that I think is just better with more minutes, with just more of a run. And yes, he does need to adjust to his role on this team. Obviously, it helps when he's knocking down shots, but I felt like he just pushed the pace tonight. He yep. was making sure that, of course, you know what he's going to do defensively. He won the defensive player of the game, Shane. He was everywhere tonight. I, I just thought he was doing a great job pushing the pace, and he had one sweet attack. Just, I mean, he... He looked fast. I was like, oh my, is that De'Aaron Fox out there? I was really pleased with what I saw from Davion. Yeah, he can turn on the Jets. He is a nice, quick first step. I mean, sometimes his handles are underrated, um, especially when he can get a defender to just go one way and then he explodes another. But it was also the way that he was shooting the three. It, it, it's not like he was staying in one spot and being a spot-up shooter, yeah. he created some of those threes. One of those late threes that he had where he took that giant step back Ooh. and just you could tell he was feeling it. And that's the type of confidence I want him to feel. And I understand if that's only going to come sometimes when you're getting more and more time on the floor or you're playing with the first unit. But he's got to find that groove even when he's not with those guys sometimes. And I get it. It's hard because there's more tension on them too. Yeah, he had 15 points tonight. He also had six dimes. He had that one sweet one where Sabonis got to him, and then he found Kevin Herter for a jam, which was just spectacular. In fact, uh, here's how it sounded, courtesy. Sounded. Sounded, according to the G-Man. That's turnover number 10 by the Pelicans. Long lead pass to Sabonis. Two-point range, right wing. Drops it off his hip to Davion. Attacks. Looks for the cutter. It's Herter to the rim for the two-hand flush. Beautifully timed. Sabonis to Davion, the Red Velvet. Dude, I'm telling you, Deuce, the way that this team was passing tonight. Like, we saw the way Minnesota was passing the other night. Yeah. And it was crisp. It was great offense. You're like, man, Minnesota doesn't usually shoot the that well from three. Well, they were against the Sacramento Kings defense, but they were also playing really well. The Kings tonight, they were playing really well on the offensive end with the way that they were moving around the basketball, finding one another, but truly individuals, the way that they were creating for their self, for themselves, whether it was Kevin Herter or Davion Mitchell, and then Keegan Murray with that nice uh, step back that he had. I mean, you were just seeing guys feel a little bit more confident out there. And you just hope that when De'Aaron Fox is back, that everyone feels that same way because De'Aaron would never make someone feel that way. It's more like they just have to 
feel confident in themselves and their ability to play this game at a high level too. In all fairness too, the Kings assist numbers are high like almost every night. I mean, they're yeah. how many times have they been above 30 this year? Yeah, no, but I'm saying even with the individuals creating for themselves, yeah. you know, with a lot of those step backs and um, taking two more extra dribbles or getting to the basket. I mean, you saw some of the numbers in the paint tonight. Will Z stats on Twitter had some great numbers about what they were doing in the paint. Kings 25 for 30 in the restricted area tonight, just a high level there. And they also had 10 dunks. So they were not just making their baskets. They were going full force physical with authority at the rim. Yeah, it was, it was good to see them play with that type of force. I think that was the other thing tonight. You know, we, we've been talking so much about the offense because the offense is seemingly like fun every single night. Hell yeah. Um, I was really pleased to see the effort defensively. The second, the first half, it was like, God, man, they just couldn't give up some, a couple of late threes to tie it up at 59, but it did feel like they were playing with more physicality. It felt like I saw more deflections tonight. I didn't see the final deflections number, but they were definitely more active, active. and in the guys and with their pick and roll concepts that that's what they want to do, right? Like when Minnesota was shredding them, the low man was coming over oh to help. And I felt like they were helping too much off the corner. But that's that's kind of their strategy. It's more on. It's not so much the low man's fault for not getting back and contesting a corner three or being a hair late or whatever. It's on the guys defending the pick and roll to put legit ball pressure, use their length to make these passes difficult. So instead of having a laser pass to the corner for yeah. an open three, they got to like loft it up in the air, which will lead that low man. It gives that low man more time to get back over to that corner. And even on the pick and roll too, when you look at someone hedging the person with the ball, it's like, how much can you stunt them? How much yeah. can you slow them down? So you're disrupting um, them creating that space in the pick and roll. And I think the Kings were just locked in defensively, really making sure that every single row rotation every single pick and roll uh contested shot was just on the money with how they were playing yeah davion mitchell big time stuff mm. on both ends tonight for, uh, the sacramento kings uh let's give some love to the people watching us live right now closing in on 600 people appreciate you guys being here hit that thumbs up button and make sure um to subscribe to the channel because it just helps us grow I'll give you a hell yeah for that. Thank you. Give me a hell yeah. Do you want to hear from Kevin Herter, Morgan? He was on with the G-Man after the game. Aww. Here's Kevin Herter after his big game for the Kings. Yeah, you know, we need a little payback. They definitely got us pretty good out there. Uh, you know, for us, it was a game going into it without De'Aaron. Obviously, we, we needed guys to step up. Davion was great, setting the pace for us, playing defense all night. And everybody else just did their part. This was, uh, you know, as everybody knows, we need every win, especially here at home. So it was good for us to take care of it tonight. Only the ninth time this year that the Kings have held an opponent under 110 points. That is somewhat significant when you look at the numbers that have been given up on a fairly regular business lately. Yeah, you know, it's we're giving up too many points. I think it was 138 the other night. You know, we're scoring enough to win these games. We've just got to be a little bit better defensively. How important is it Kevin, when, when you have the rhythm early, you knock down your first four threes in almost bang, 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 bang fashion. Yeah, it's big, obviously. As a, as a shooter, every time the ball goes in, your confidence rises. You, know, you, you get the confidence you're seeing it go in, especially in the game. So anytime you can knock down shots early in the game, it sets the tone for the rest of the way. 
And we were talking about how, you know, the perception may have been because of your three-point success in your early days with the Kings, you're so much more of a complete ball player. And tonight, I mean, a couple of times teaming up with Sabonis, you end up with eight assists tonight. You had five rebounds. You had a couple of steals. You had a blocked shot. You didn't turn the ball over. Man, that's filling the stat sheet. I'm impressed. Are you impressed? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. That's, uh, that's what I do. Obviously, the three-point shot opens everything else up. So just trying to stay aggressive on the offensive side. How much fun are you having with this bunch? I'm having a lot of fun. It's really nice. Uh, everything's better when you're winning. I've never in my career been a three seed. I think now we're back to 12 games over 500. Yep. Never been there before. So there's a lot of firsts this year. And uh, it's always fun with you win. These fans have been great. Team has been great. Uh, we just obviously got to keep it up. We're not finished yet. Well, let's break some more ceilings. What do you say? There you go. Light that beam. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, guys. Light that beam. Dude, I love it. I love when uh, G-Man was going over a stat line. He goes, that's what I do. He's got a little swagger right now. He's got his confidence back, which is great after a tough month. Yeah, no, and that's that's what you want to hear and what you want to see. But what I love about Kevin Herter, too, I feel like he's not just going to bullshit you, too. Like, he's going... I We've seen him in conversations and in interviews now, and he is just... He's pretty honest, and, um, yeah, I, I just... I, and I love the G-Man. He's just a freaking treasure. Morgan, they're 5-1 and one after the break. That's a good response coming out of the break, you know? And Great even response. last game, you played crap defense, mm -hmm. a lot of mistakes, and Minnesota was also just amazing. Hot. Like, yeah. give them credit. Because yep. I, th I thought Minnesota looks pretty good right now. They look like they got a squad that could be dangerous oh, if they make the playoffs. Absolutely, and that starts with Anthony Edwards. Right. Yeah. So... For them to, they lost by four in that game. And they, they didn't play great. And they lost by four because of how special this offense can be. So to bounce back tonight like this it was, was significant, especially with a couple of days off in the Knicks coming into town. Next guy I got to talk. This guy, I, I think I'm VP of the Trey Lyles fan club. I was going to guess who you're going to talk about, but I was going to guess Trey Lyles. I saw your tweet early on and... Dude, um, he's just been so solid. steady. And yes. I thought tonight he came in right away and had a giant impact. Still mm -hmm. not him at small ball five. You know, Mike Brown went with Lyles and Metsu again off uh -huh. the bench, which is okay. But he comes in and he's got, he's he gets the ball in the perimeter, pump fake, drive and dunk. He's dropping dimes in the post to Metsu. He's getting doubled in the post. He's knocking down perimeter shots. He's getting rebounds. He's dropping dimes. This guy off your bench tonight was magical. You talk about that pass to Metu when he I, when he was in the post, or he was like taking a step in or whatever, and the defense collapsed on him. Had two guys on him. There's still a guy around Metu, but he dished it off to Metu for two in the restricted area, and it was just like the way it was surprising how deep that they would allow him to go every single time. It's like they didn't respect his game. But at the same time, Trey Lyles is a very strong man. And he uses his strength to push through, to get physical 
with guys. And that's why we get so excited when we go, oh, small ball five, Trey Lyles. Yeah. Like, because there is so much that he can accomplish even as a smaller dude because of his strength. And I think on the defensive end, Deuce, sometimes it just doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but he does a lot of things right. And it it might not even be a deflection. It might, it's just the right rotation or the um, a good contest or just staying vertical. I love what Trey Lyles has been offering off the bench for the Kings. He was also defending Brandon Ingram at times. Yeah. And I think if you would have said before the game, hey, I think the Kings are going to throw Lyles on Ingram, he'd be like, oh, man, is he going to be able to, like, stick them and stay with them? He did. Yeah. And I'm not saying he was shutting down Brandon Ingram. I didn't think Ingram had a great game at all, but he still, you know, number-wise, put up 24 points, 7 assists, 9 to 16. And it wasn't like he was on him the whole game, but I was just, there were times during the game, like, oh, wow, Lyles is defending Ingram for multiple possessions here. And yeah, I mean, I think with him too, you know, Brown's given him the confidence, like shoot the three, shoot it. We trust that you could do it, knock it down. And he came in, I know we've talked about this before, but Trey Lyles got into great shape. He moves really well. He, he looks like a much different guy than he did when he got to Sacramento last year in that deal with the Pistons. And, you know, I, I think at the trade deadline when, when they pulled off that, I believe it was a three-team trade where they got DiVincenzo, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles back, right? I think that was a piece. Okay. Those were the pieces. Who would have thought, you know, DiVincenzo's having a nice year with Golden State coming sure. off the bench. Um, Josh Jackson was in the G League for like a second. I don't even know what he's doing now. But Trey Lyles, I don't think many people that day were like, hey, man, I think he'd be great for the Kings. Was anyone? No, I did, mean. Did we even do, did we do? We did talk about him. We did yeah, a small but, pod on him. Okay. You know, it's amazing when we always talk about roles and, you know, team fit and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. He's in a perfect role. Like, he what is. do you need from him? This guy comes off your bench tonight, gives you 14 points, five rebounds, four dimes in 17 minutes. He plays hard. He does the little things. He could jam it on your head. He can hit a three. He can rebound. He could pass. Like, well, he's the perfect guy you want for this offense, especially coming off your bench. And another guy that you go, oh, you're starting to see his confidence tick up with that second unit. Yeah, he's efficient, right? When he's out there, um, he's dependable. And I think what we've seen from Mike Brown and his standards, he wants guys that are going to definitely listen to his rules, but also you can get creative and there's going to be freedom within those rules, right? But you just have to make sure you're doing all the right things, being uh, the fundamentals, uh, whether it's a good jump stop or it's a good rotation or staying vertical. Um, you know, those little things, details matter to Mike Brown. He's always been a very detail-oriented guy, and I think Trey Lyles is really good about being good when it comes to the details. Uh, speaking of Mike Brown, here's what he had to say about the impact of Trey Lyles and Chemezi Metsu tonight off the bench. Hey, Coach. Uh, prior to the game, you talked a little bit about it, but um, you said with Darren Fox out, um, to fill that void, it's not going to take one person, but it's going to be going to have to be a team effort. Right. Um, I thought <clears throat> when Lyles and Metu came in at the end of the first, there was a sequence where it kind of seemed like an energy kind of shifted. How important is um, those minutes and th that kind of performance from guys like that off the bench? No, it's it's huge. You know, we need those guys to come in and impact the game. And again, it doesn't necessarily like they they shot the ball extremely well between the two of them. They were 
uh, 10 for 13 from the floor, and it doesn't necessarily have to be that all the time. Uh, a lot of times with the guys, those guys' length and size and athleticism, there are a lot of times we can switch with that group. And if we do switch, um, now we're not necessarily getting hurt in the pick and roll because we're keeping bodies in front of bodies. And Mezzi's more than capable of guarding one through five, uh, especially uh, after a switch with the shot clock winding down. And so they have to be in tune uh, defensively. And then uh, uh, they have to be in tune on the glass too. And, and when they do do that and bring the energy that they brought tonight, it gives us an opportunity to rest our guys, the, our starters a little bit longer so that they're fresher towards the end of the game, which is huge for us. Mm. Great question by uh, Tristy Rodriguez from NBC Sports California, who's Such an up-and-comer in the biz. She really is. Hard. All, I mean, she works her ass off. Just great question, Tristy. Yeah, that was great, dude. Get, I, I know we're, like, highlighting um, players that did well. Yeah. Shout out to her. Hey, no, she, truly. Hey, a month ago, she's not asking that question. No. I love she, it. She, yeah, she she writes for NBC Sports uh, California, Bay Area, so make sure to check out her work, too. Uh, also, Mike Brown talked about uh, the growth in Davion Mitchell after tonight. And then, you know, I can see you take your hat off to Davion. Davion uh, was really good tonight. <clears throat> Six assists, one turnover. Obviously, extremely, extremely, extremely efficient from, from the floor. Three for four from the three-point line. And, uh, I, you know, he made a couple of play calls to get guys in position throughout the course of the night, uh, which were fantastic. Uh, you know, he, he waved me off a couple of times and, and went to who he felt he should have gone to on the floor. And, and it was the right call every, every single time he did it. And so to see growth in that area tonight was, uh, was special because he's got a chance to be a special player in this league. That's hearing Mike Brown say that is, is significant because it is. he's been very hard on Davion at times. And I, I, Mike Brown is a guy that gives some tough love, and he for hold, sure. we've seen it. He holds guys accountable. You make a mistake tonight. For example, Malik Monk had those two terrible turnovers back yep. to back. He pulled Malik Monk. I'm looking at the half. Monk played four minutes in the first half, mm. right? It's Malik Monk who just had 45 like a week and a half ago. But to hear him give Davion the love for how he stepped up, that if Davion hears that, and I'm sure he told Davion that, sure, that goes a long way. Deuce, that's the shit that we've been talking about, though. When it comes to Davion Mitchell taking control, how many times when we first saw Davion fill in when Fox was out, it was like he was going through the motions. Then you saw the next game, he's being told, hey, make sure to um, play your game within this motion offense, right? Like within this freedom of this offense, still play your game. You don't have to like be a robot. And you saw him attack the basket a little bit more, do a little bit more. And now you're seeing game by game his growth. And what's incredible is that I feel like there's so many players on this team that you see game by game, you're seeing growth because they're learning. And how are they learning? Because they're being taught the right way to play basketball. And why are they being taught the right way? Because they have a great coaching staff. They have a great head coach leading the way. And for Davion Mitchell, a night like tonight, and then for Mike Brown to call it out just like that, it's exactly, it's exactly what you want to see and how you want to see this guy develop. I would like to see more of Davion and Fox playing together too, especially with what Brown wants from like perimeter containment and like having two guys that will get after a little bit on that end. And I just think Davion, 
need some more minutes to get into that rhythm. Yeah. You know, I know it's different with Fox in there. I understand he's not going to have the ball, you know, as often, but I just, I just think he can help this team. And there are just too many times for a team that's bad defensively that him playing 10 minutes a night is just not enough. And I, and I get it. He, he, it's hard for him to be effective in those 10 minutes, but I, I, I'm also like, how can a player, if that is their role in the league, how can they find a way to be effective in those 10 minutes and get things going? I don't know the answer to it. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, they're going to do this or that in their warmups or be on the bike. And then when they get called ready to go, I don't think that's what it is because I think it's more of a mentality thing of like how you can get yours but it doesn't have to necessarily be with the ball in your hands, right? But you have to make all the right moves when you do have the ball in your hands because a spotlight is on you in those short 10 minutes that you might be getting. I love that we've been on this long and we haven't even mentioned that Demonis Sabonis had another triple-double tonight. Well, you technically did in your opener. I did. 19 Tripped points, up. 11 assists, 11 rebounds for Demonis Sabonis. Um, I thought in the first half, I'm like, man... He's able. He had that one early where he got by um, Valanciunas and missed an easy one, oh, a couple yeah. of easy oh. ones. But I felt like he was letting Valanciunas off the hook a little bit in the first half. Like he was being a little too passive. And then he came out in the second half, and he came out looking for his. He's just got an advantage. You know, like Valanciunas is this big. He's physical for sure, but sure. he's a big, plodding, big guy. Like Sabonis has the advantage to get by him and get to the basket. And I felt like Sabonis was like, okay, let me, I can't let, me do let me get mine here. Let me yeah. get it. And I thought he came out in the third quarter and set the tone for Sacramento. He did him going to work. I think gives people the confidence, the other people on his squad, the confidence to go to work as well. It's like, Hey, we can still pass the ball around, move, do what you got to do, play team basketball. But when it's your time, score it. Get yours. And that's what he was doing against Valanchunas. And yeah, it can help an entire team. What were you thinking when Brandon Ingram was driving and Sabonis is coming over to help? I thought he was going to get dunked on. Oh, the block, though? Yeah, the block. It sounded like this. Ingram now hits the screen, dances inside, reaches, rejected by Sabonis as he curled hard to the right side. Grabbed by Harrison Barnes. Cruises into the front court. Euros left. Has it knocked away. Tracks it down. Gives to Matthew Delavadova, who just checked in. Back to Sabonis. Takes the handoff. Then a bounce pass to Herter. Heads toward the left baseline. Back out to Domas. He's going to launch the three. He's got the triple. 78-71. Sabonis now has 15. Nine of the 15 have come here in the third quarter. I forgot that was the sequence that he made the three after blocked. that defensive play oh, swing it around wow yeah when he blocked that though i you know the first thing i was thinking was like oh he's gonna foul him like i i wasn't thinking that bi was just gonna get the jam on his head i was just like ah oh, he's gonna foul him instead nice beautiful clean defensive play beautiful timing coming back down getting rewarded at the top of the key for a three-point shot brilliant brilliant basketball see here so someone that chat i think it was blake the kings have good chemistry it's amongst the best it's among the best right now yeah i you can see with how they play together like and it's getting better and better shockingly yeah. when you get 
more reps together, it just kind of looks better. And oh, yeah, that works. once that trust can happen defensively, they should improve even more. Like, I still don't think they're going to be a lockdown defensive team, but we've seen stretches this year where, like, oh, they played a good quarter of basketball. Like, oh, they were really locked in or just making life a little more challenging. And I thought tonight there were some better signs on that end. So that was encouraging. It's going to get more difficult. Like, obviously, this is a Pelicans team that has been struggling big time. Yeah. They've now lost 17 of 22 perspective. But... I don't know. I just looked up and down that lineup, especially in that first half, going, oh, my God, Ingram, CJ, you know, Trey Murphy can get it going. But it there that Pelicans team is in a major funk right now. Oh. And they could have had a get-right game tonight against the Kings. And luckily, the Kings did a good job in the second half with not only their offense and what they were doing, but I thought they were pretty engaged defensively. And it's still tough to have that get-right game when they have all the other guys that they do have that are out. And also, I took it lightly, but the number of um, what they allow, their their defense on the road, uh, not amazing. Yeah, they allow 116 points a game on I'm, the road. And I'm mad because in my in my NBC hit, I was talking about like, hey, they can play defense, but I was more just looking at the way that they, well, they, they, they get steals and they score off of their steals, but I just worded it wrong, so I was disappointed in myself. Well, I'm glad you had your breakdown of your WebEx hit. That I think everyone here was wondering if you were going to address that I'm just embarrassed, No, thank I'm you. glad, you know, because people have been talking about thank it. I'm glad you addressed it because it got really awkward. <laughs> I, it was like everyone in the chat was like, hey, why is she, she going to address defense? it? Morgan, the last time they played the Pelicans, the Pelicans were even more shorthanded than this, right? Yeah. They didn't have B.I. They didn't have Valanchunas. And a couple of things bugged them. Their length and Trey Murphy, who was coming up, hitting that above the break three like crazy. They weren't running him off the line. It was embarrassing. And Robbie Lemons, who's on the Kings coaching staff, was talking to G-Man before the game. And one of the things he was talking about was that last game against the Pelicans, they were embarrassed. He said, it was embarrassing what we did. So, I think they made it a point to talk, address the team about that today. Is like, remember what happened when we went there? And yeah, we were without De'Aaron Fox in that game, and we lost by 32 points in New Orleans to a team that didn't have Zion, who didn't have Valanciunas. It was an ugly have game. Ingram. It was really ugly. It was like the Kings get right game mm -hmm. against the Pelicans tonight, and they. Like I said, they looked so sharp, and I felt like on both ends of the floor, and I know that they have their um, flaws defensively, but when they take care of business against a team that they should be taking care of business against, that's when I gain more and more confidence of what type of team they are or the leap that they've taken as a team, even with their team defense. Uh, can you do us a favor, live chat? I mean, I see all these people here, and it's great. It's a, it's humbling. It feels amazing. But can you hit the thumbs oh, up button? But hit that thumbs up button. Make sure the like button, whatever you want to call it, thumbs up button. All it does is help this channel grow. So more and more people who hop on YouTube go, oh, what's this Deuce and Mo? These people talking about who are these nerds? And then they come and they check us out, it and they go, oh, and they get sucked in. For and they're like, they have a fog machine. Who the shit has a fog machine? That's so yeah. cool. I'm like, who's a they have a really handsome, like, model-looking guy on there. Who, and he knows ba Where? basketball. Where? Oh, my God. That guy's really handsome. And he's talented. You're going to continue? I mean, he's the total package. Where? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny in the chat says, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. Okay. Well, no worries. Appreciate you. Oh, my God.
Um, a couple people in the chat were mentioned El Vadova today. Oh yeah, there's two more. I really oh, do. okay. Go ahead. Well, yeah, no, 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 there's go. there's Wherever a couple, but no, that's why Del Vadova. Um, what are they mentioning about him? Well, some people don't like that when Delhi plays. I would say this about Delhi tonight. I thought defensively that he was playing a little physical out there. He was making sure to get in the guys and bang them around. I like that. I saw that from Del Vadova. I think my thing with Delhi is like, so he's zero for four tonight. He had one gimme that he missed, and then he missed all three of his three-point attempts. I know. What? Yeah, it's, I mean. It's okay. It, it's not, You're not being mean. It's by saying what, by breaking down what he is. I just think there's certain players in the league that when they shoot threes, you're just like, you're letting the, you're letting the other team off the hook. Like, you're open for a reason. Yeah. And I just wonder if there's, you know, a better look. And uh, you got to have confidence, too. You know, he's out there. He doesn't get much time at all. He's trying to get it going. But um, I thought his appearance tonight was much better than the last time we saw him. Good. Yeah, I mean. Because it was, last time was really rough. Tonight, it was like you missed some shots. But I felt like his effort defensively was was better. And that's, I mean, that's kind of what you need from him, right? 0 for 3 from 3-point land, 16 minutes. Um, yeah. And look, two rebounds, two assists. So, it. He's still trying to do other things. And I mean, I have no reason to just like sit here and stick up for Matthew Delavadova. I just think it is what it is as you continue down the bench for point guards um, with the Sacramento Kings. You know, you know what he adds with his veteran presence and his experience. And hopefully that's the thing that you're banking on when going into the postseason. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention. Remember what we were talking about earlier today? No. Kessler Edwards. Yeah, I actually asked Mike Brown about Kessler Edwards before the game. And? I asked him if we can expect him to be in the rotation. What did he say? He said, he pretty much said no. (laughs) No, I mean, he was fine with it. He was like, I like what he brought. He did this, this, this well. Um, He just needs to stay ready. And yeah, maybe there could be a chance that we get okay. him time at some point, but right now he is not in the rotation. So they're not going to play around with it before the postseason. That's not going to be their, where they go in their rotations, obviously in the postseason, they shorten things up. And I think, you know what? I think Mike likes the guys he has, he plays. And I think That's his thing great. sometimes is like, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to, tr- if you're not going to be consistent, Terrence Davis or if Keegan Murray, you're not going to be consistent. Like we're going to look elsewhere at times because okay. if those guys are going to bring it, we're yeah. playing those guys. Like, that's the other guy we should talk about tonight. Keegan Murray, who last game played just 20 minutes. He played just under five minutes in the second half. And, um, you know, I, I was I was disappointed that he didn't play more. I did go back and watch some of the first half of that game. Just mm-hmm. to be like, what, what was happening? Like, what was going on with Keegan? What was happening? He was not really moving a lot. Not doing the little things, he huh? He was chilling in the corner. He wasn't getting the ball much. It didn't seem like he was being a threat enough and i thought defensively kyle anderson got him a few times in transition i actually thought he had a couple of nice sequences when he got switched on to anthony edwards but um yeah he had a rough game and so mike brown didn't play him in the second half much at all i thought tonight especially defensively he looked really strong he looked really strong defensively deflections he wasn't knocking down his shot tonight he ends up finishing with 13 points five of 12 shooting two of eight from three he also had three rebounds two assists two steals and definitely multiple deflections he understood the assignment of needing and wanting to 
stay on the court, right? And even if his shot isn't falling, that's not always what's going to matter with Mike Brown, especially with his size, his ability to defend, his ability to get his arms up, his wingspan, his staying vertical. Yeah, Keegan Murray uh, did a much better job tonight. And I think sometimes people always want that exciting game out of him, but then you have to... Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Real things back and just remember like, hey, He's still a rookie. Yep. Um, and still human, but... Oh, how about the play he had in transition? He had that beautiful pass. Here's a deflected pass. It's grabbed by Keegan Murray. Turnover. King's got numbers. Run to the rim. Trey Lyles. Mm. Great transition push by Sacramento. One of the best transitions we've seen, the Kings, when they haven't had De'Aaron Fox on the floor. That was stellar. And that was Keegan Murray making that pass. That's cool. That was stellar. I like it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's cool too, is that they could keep their same identity of pushing the ball up the floor with the pass or, you know, with Davion being quick with it. Um, that's what you want to see when your best player is out. And I think sometimes we, with losses, we, we get so down and we, we talk about all the flaws of the bench, the depth, the defense and what they aren't doing right. And I think sometimes in these wins, when they're like, when we're like, yeah, they're supposed to get the win. We forget to still break down what they did. So, so well that they were supposed to do. And they, they stayed with what their identity has been. And I love that they can do that with De'Aaron Fox out. Anytime you win without De'Aaron Fox, it's huge. That's it is. all there is to it. It's it like is. when the Warriors win without Steph. You're like, that's amazing. You yeah. know, De'Aaron Fox is an all-star. And the fact that they have guys that could step up and you still have this type of night offensively goes to show you the buy-in. It goes to show you how many weapons they have. Also, how about that pass late in the game that Sabonis had to Keegan? Keegan moving without the ball. Oh. That was nasty. Valentinus couldn't handle it. Davion Mitchell with a steal. Reeves his way into the front court. Lost the ball. Tracked down by Keegan Murray. To Sabonis, back to Keegan. He scores, rolling to the rim, and he's fouled. 115-93. That is assist number 38 for the Kings. Damn. Yeah, some nice stuff. And um, someone in the chat just said, HB is so reliable, too. Yeah, didn't even shed any um, love on him yet. What? Got a technical tonight. Oh, I loved it. De'Aaron Fox tweeted about it, too. How did he not get an and one for that play? I don't know. I don't, I'm glad that he said something. I'm glad that he said something. So You know, I just don't get the league sometimes with technicals, so who, I don't even... Who was it the other day? We were watching it yesterday. Was so, so it was one of the Sunday games. It was someone that just was going straight at... Was the, it Luca? Was it Luca? It might have been Luca just going at an official and nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Not even a an ounce of Yes, man, it was Luca. It just was nothing. Oh, and then the other one, there was um a taunting thing that uh, from the I was watching the other oh, night. Who yes. was that? Oh god, was it Russ? I think it was it, it was, was Russ. Westbrook. Westbrook had a nice play. It might have been last night against Memphis. 
sorry, I'm watching too many games. Yeah, yeah. And they're all blending together. Westbrook was like, ah! for like a good minute. And <laughs> no, no taunting technical, which I'm fine. I don't, I don't like taunting technicals. All I could think about was that game where Terrence Davis had a n- nasty dunk late in the game. I think it was against Portland this year. Split second. And it was like a, a quick little taunt, and they teed him up in a close game. I'm like, why are we doing that, man? Funny how that works. Did you see tonight Scotty Barnes got thrown out of the game by Scott yeah, Foster? Yeah, I heard. He, yeah, Scott Foster was not happy. I don't Foster know what he said. said uh, he questioned the integrity of the game. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, don't don't do that with Scott Not Foster. Scott Foster, no. I'll, I'll, I'll get to I'll have to look that up in a second too. I saw some tweets about that. But Blake, oh, comment of the night nominee from Blake. What? That was HB's first technical since his rookie year, according to his stats on ESPN. Let's go, HB. Tell him what's up. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's the most composed, nice player out there. What do you really expect? I know, but you, I mean, that's a lot of games. I mean, and also Harrison Barnes has not missed a game this year. So you would think at some point you just get a technical. Just yeah. You get into it with someone. You yell at a ref once. Not HB, but tonight. <laughs> oh, man. That's, if that's they true, that is him. insane, man. I could never get through that long without getting a technical. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, before we continue, we got a lot more to get to. Uh, we should mention that tonight's Night Chat presented by... Sean Stanfield over at guaranteed rate and rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. If you're looking to buy a house, you're like, can I afford to buy a house? Can I afford to buy a house? Does it make sense for me? I don't even know because I need Sean Stanfield in my life to ask all these questions. So go to rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. He's a big Kings fan too. Uh, he's helped a few of our podcast listeners, so he can help you too. All you have to do is call or text him, 916-276-7563. That's 916-276-7563. Or go to rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Him and his team have access to all the tools that will make your purchase experience beautiful. Um, he's also not going to like just get you in a house to get you into a house, okay? He's going to be honest with you. He's going to show you the numbers. Does it make sense? Okay, let's do it. If it doesn't make sense, he'll be honest with you too he's a good guy easy to work with you'll love him you can hit him up 916-276-7563 equal housing lender subject to credit approval nmls id number two two no i read the wrong one. Oh, that's nmls id number three four nine seven oh seven write that down okay okay company nmls id number two six one one or nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Thanks so much to our friends at... Guaranteed! Right! Guaranteed! Right. Also presented tonight by a New York Times bestselling author. She has been at the top of the Amazon charts USA Today. She's mm. done it all. She's the one and only T.R. Reagan. She's got a book out called Such a Beautiful Family. Uh, it is not a positive story. It's not... <laughs> Hey kids, it's it's bedtime. You want want me to read a bedtime story? You're not uh, cracking open a T.R. Reagan. All nope, right, they're nope. thrillers. Buckle the hell up. Yep. they're scared. They're dark. They're twisted, and they're all based in Sacramento. Yeah, which makes it even creepier. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be freaked the f out and sleep with one eye open, make sure to go to Amazon.com or trreagan.com and get one of her books today. Also, I don't know if this is even true. I'm checking this on the fly. What? If I go to mo.com and I click on merch, or is our, we're, we're still doing the yes, promo code right now? Yes, we are. All month long. Really? Yeah. Why? Because we love everyone. Well, if you use promo code, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You get Thank 20% you so off. Thank you. 20% off of t-shirts, hoodies, mugs. We got 
a ton of different Deuce and Mo merch you could pick up today. We've got our Tower Records edition, new logo stuff, crewnecks, hoodies, stickers, logos, and more. And you might want to order soon, so then you can rock it at maybe a live event that we are putting on April 14th. Slight update on that, too. Slight update. But we, but no confirmation, but no, slight updates. No, 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 We feel like we have found the venue to host. Correct. That's in downtown. Exciting. It's going to be in downtown Sacramento. Um, we all get to party together. We have some details to work out. Yes. It's not going to be like some, we're, we're not booking Gold One Center. We're not booking Memorial Auditorium or Crest Theater. A Crest Theater, I think, is the ultimate long-term goal. Hell, yeah. That's that like 900 be... people, though. That's not, we're not there yet. <laughs> but how fun would I mean, that we, be? We can be there someday. But oh, one day. Yet. But hey, we got it. Just like these so, players, we got to grow and develop, man. Thinking about, I'm like, you know what? And we put out a survey that got, appreciate all those who filled out the Thank survey. You. Letting us know if they'd want to come or not. It's a different, um, obviously different when you have to like actually make the decision to drive down and attend the event, yeah. but we will be doing a live event before the playoffs. We'll get more details on it. We're targeting Friday, April 14th, which is right before the NBA playoffs start. Uh, we'll do a live show on a Friday night and have a good time and have special guests, do Q and A's. It'll be fun. We'll have details to come on that, but we think we found the right venue for us. Give me a hurt. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Um, let's talk to a few people before we wrap things up tonight. Let's talk to everybody's favorite. The one and only, Coach Nick. What's up, Nicky? What's up? What's up with you, Coach Nick? How are you? So good. What's did you enjoy the win? Yes, I did. Oh, Why not light the beam? Why not light the beam, Nick? What did you like about the win tonight? Well, I liked the batting. Well, Keegan Murray was shooting his threes and also mm. um just playing good defense and playing better basketball. And I like it. Deuce, can you play that song, please? Oh. <laughs> this is why he uh, plays his hits. He plays Nick, his hits. Nick, Nick, okay. Anything hang Nick on. wants. Arm Nick the gets. laser. Arm in the laser. Begin laser in the shot. Fire the laser. Yes. Why not like to be? Why not like to be? Why not like to be, Morgan? Every time, Nick, it doesn't even right. get old. Hey, Nick, we need to get serious for a second. Oh, why? Coming up Thursday, the New York Knicks come to town. Oh, the Knickerbockers. Yeah. Um, and my name is Nick, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I Nick. didn't think about that, man. But you don't spell it with a K. The N I C K. You spell it K N I C K S. Nice. They spell Nick's wrong. Yeah, that's they, not how you spell Nick. Idiots. It's N I C K S. Right? <laughs> I mean, come on. All right, Nick. I'm a little worried about this game. The Knicks have won nine in a row. They're coming to Golden One Center. They're red hots. What do, what do we do, man? You got to shoot your. You got to stay on your man. Shoot your three pointers, mm-hmm. and you know. <laughs> You know, you got to you got to stay on your man. You got to play better. Play do play your defense. Yes. Yeah. Stay on New York. You don't hate the you don't like the Knicks, right? No, I do not. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, they're they're kind of annoying. Yeah, they are. You know, I do I do want to say today I got to <laughs> shoot the post game free throw. Okay, did you make it? 
I break dance. <laughs> you just, you I was just... yelling. I was, I was yelling my name. I was saying, I was saying deuce, deuce, oh, I did deuce. not hear. I didn't oh. hear you. Yeah. So you, you went to the line and you were like Kevin Herter, huh? Hey. Yeah. Hey, both all of right, you. Hey. All right, Nick. Well, all right, sleep beams, hey, okay? Hey, hey, no pizza tonight, but yeah. you know, you know, I, I do, I do want to say, <laughs> hey, we need, I need to see. The beam lit on Thursday, and that's a TNT game. That's a TNT Hell yeah. game. So uh, I won't get to see. I won't get to see you there, dudes. Unfortunately. All right. Sleepy. All right. We'll see you next week. We got some other guys, people to get to. Okay. You guys will be in Stockton. Yes. Yeah. Sleep beams. Nick. Sleep beams. Okay. Sleep beams. Thanks, Nick. Always updating our schedule. Yeah. Thursday's night chat is get buckle up. Oh we're gonna be on late that night because we're in. St- well. I mean, the TNT game's going to start late, right? It starts at 7. So 7.10. It's going to be later because it's national TV. So yeah. Our games, G League games go by really fast. We'll be in Stockton for that game. Drive back to Sacramento. Catch up on the game uh, on YouTube TV. And then we'll be on probably for a later edition of Night Chat that night. But we will be live after the game. I'm bummed I'm missing the game uh, in person. I honestly get so irritated that the G League schedules games the like this. The worst like, year schedule, scheduling. Don't, don't, like, I've never had so many conflicts in my life. Like, stop I'll doing I'll tell you that. this, though. Worst year scheduling with G League and um, the big team, but at the same time, the best G League team that we've seen hey. for the Stockton Kings since the first year. Kings are the number three seed Hell in the yeah. NBA Western Conference. The G League Kings in Stockton, the number one seed in the yep. West right now. Congratulations, Both teams track in playoffs. Uh, let's go next to Praneel. What's up, Praneel? Oh. What's going on, man? Praneel. Um, I've been studying for midterms, so I'm looking at that right now. Oh, okay. Well, well sorry to bug you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I needed a break anyways. I've been studying uh, CSA right now, computer science, but um, I did take time out of my day to watch the Kings game because good. Um, I you... wanted to. Yeah. Hey, much better tonight. We saw some different things. You know, we saw the mix in some zone defense tonight. I felt like the defense was better. Deflections. The offense looked great. What jumped out to you? I think the um, overall, it, it was it was a couple of things. First thing, I thought the effort was a little bit better. Um, uh, Davion obviously elevates a lot of what we do defensively, just from his activity and his lateral quickness and everything he does. And um, I really liked what Kevin Herter do, uh, Kevin Herter did. He was just in every passing lane, and I mean, his off-ball defense has been something I've always really liked from him. I think he's super active. I think he's good at getting in passing lanes i think he's good at reading passes and he doesn't bite too much but whenever he does go for the ball whenever he does bite he normally gets away with like a steal or like a deflection so he looked good um keegan still a good game trey Lyles is honestly like our best help defender and it's not even that close he's just so good at being like the low man just so good at making those weak side rotations and he was really good um but yeah it it was a big step up from the Timberwolves game, which I watched in Berkeley actually. But um, yeah, it was a big step up defensively from that game. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I just felt like they were just so much more locked in, so much more engaged. Like they understood what was in front of them <laughs> and how they needed to execute things defensively. Um, but. I also felt like it was just much more of an effort thing to get to their spots, to be two steps over on the block to make sure that they were in help and everything. So, uh, in the pick and roll defense, just everything, just a little, a little step 
a little step better tonight for the Kings. Yeah, yeah. And um, in the Timberwolves game, I know that Drew put out like a thing, uh, put out like a thread. I haven't gotten to it yet. I want to look through that um, when I get time. I've been pretty busy. Um, but last game, they were getting a lot of corner threes, a lot of like right corner threes because um, I watched a little bit. I was looking, I was paying attention to a little bit, but um, it seemed that the low man there was rotating too early and then they were just getting that whip pass or that like pass right to the corner. And it was just good passing. Mike Conley's a really, really good underrated passer and he was making good plays and Edwards has been great this year. And they just played really well, I thought. I thought that the defense yesterday, I mean, uh, on Saturday, Saturday yeah. Um, yeah, Saturday, um, was, was, there was a couple like effort issues and also like some, I would say just like, they, they weren't able to rotate well. They were just being outplayed and all, also the Timberwolves played really, really good offense, I thought. Right, I thought did. their offense was like mistake-free, just getting open shots, finding the open guy, being unselfish. And the Timberwolves, I think, just looked really, really good. I've been talking about a little bit here and there on the Discord, but like they've been really good playing one big. They struggle a lot with two bigs because two bigs means you don't get as much spacing on offense because Cat does like playing inside, even if he, even though he's an incredible three point shooter. And on defense, they have their own issues with like two bigs. Cat just can't really defend fours, but Kyle Anderson does so much as like a connector and a passer for them. Edwards has been the head of the snake for the last two months or so, and Gobert is still has been very underrated this entire year. I mean, he's just been such a force inside. He was um, affecting shots that we took and just was pretty good as a rebounder for them. And yeah, still, still the good. worst trade probably in NBA history, but oh yeah, yeah it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't change. Yes. Go go bear. Yeah. No, I was just going to say like, yeah, the cat thing, you know, I don't even know if he's going to come back this year. I mean, it's, he's still not even like doing anything with them. Um, and they're just, it, it's tough, but I, I, I don't think I'd rush them back. I think they have a good thing going. And honestly, I think they should trade him this offseason. I think it's Anthony Edwards' team. And, you know, you can't take back the Gobert trade. Nope. It, it happened. So you need to maximize him to the fullest. And you're not going to do that by playing him with Carl Anthony Towns. Towns may be very talented. No one disputes his talent. People think I'm a hater when I talk about Towns, but I just, I look at him and I go, he is a guy that think he looks in the mirror and sees the greatest player in NBA history. He's just not. <laughs> and he, he's not a leader. He's, he thinks he's an alpha. He's not, he's just, he needs to be in a position where he accepts who he is, which is a beyond talented big who can space the floor and do some nice things. But I, I just, I think his demeanor at times has hurt the team. I think they're better without him. Well, he'll definitely need to be with the right organization if that's the case. And Pernil, I did want to ask really quick too, if you've watched much of the Knicks lately and uh, what you, do you feel confident going into that matchup for the Kings coming up? Um, I had a little bit of an argument with my friends on this. Well, not really an argument, just like a conversation. Um, we were sort of talking about like what they'd see. I think 99% of my, King, my friends are massive Kings haters. So it isn't very constructive arguments or like constructive conversations, especially like a couple of guys that are just like, just saying, I hate Fox, I hate Fox, I hate Fox. Ugh. But like, that's beside the point. Um, I do think that the game itself will be um, pretty fun. Um, it'll, it, it, Julius Randle has been a big time Sabonis killer um, throughout his entire career. He's just 
been able to get at Sabonis, has been able to score against Sabonis, and that team has just been really underrated, I feel like. People underrate Julius Randle a lot, and I know Drew Drew Mack in our Discord loves me saying this, but, like, he's really he's really a really solid player. I mean, what, a 6'9 guy that can, that's been really good this year for them as taking on that sort of secondary guy on offense, being a really good passer, solid rebounder, great interior scorer, sort of hitting that jumper more often now. Um, not, that bubble year I thought was a really big fluke, but it's really looking at it like it's not. I mean, his three-point shot is still not there, but his mid-range has been really solid. And- well, and, and that's the thing you bring up. Yeah, the bubble thing was outrageous what he shot, right? Like the, that season yeah. where he shot 41% from three. He wasn't going to and do that. Hasn't- that. But 35% is not bad. That's respectable. That's respectable. Now, what's crazy is he takes eight a game this year, which is more, it's it's a crazy number. Because even that year he hit 41%, he was shooting five a game. He's up to 8.2. I think sometimes the shot selection is bad, but I love the energy and passion he plays with. And last year he had a really bad year. And he's one of those guys that when he's down, he is down and it impacts things. He hasn't been that way this year. And I think part of it is they just have a better team. And Jalen Brunson, Mm. although he didn't make an all-star team, the guy's been an all-star. He deserves one. He's been everything and more for that team. He is a problem. We interviewed Davion Mitchell over the summertime. Like he he mentioned Brunson as being one of the most talented guys he's one gone of the up most against. Difficult guys yeah. to defend. Yep. Yeah, and like Brunson just does so much for them. He has an inside and outside game, good three-point shooter, really crafty getting to the rim. And he's just been really good in the clutch, too. And I mean, that entire team is built so well for what Tibbs loves to do, which is have a bunch of, especially Josh Hartman. That Josh Hartman's pickup was so oh incredible for God. them. Oh my God. The perfect flipped, player like, for them. He's so, he's literally the, like the prototypical um, Thibodeau, Thibodeau guy, man. A scrappy guard that can get after you on defense. They're 9-0 the since picking him up too. He's just incredible, man. Gets rebounds, is a good passer. He finds ways to stay on the floor. And like that team has a lot of depth that I don't think people are realizing. Isaiah Hartenstein has been really good in the past couple of months as like a good screen setter and just creating space, just being a good passer. They use him a little bit differently than he was using the Clippers. Um, he doesn't do a lot more. He doesn't do um, much more passing, but he's still a very talented screen setter, very talented role man. And he's been very good for them. Mitchell Robinson is a fantastic defender. Julius Randle, as we've already talked about, RJ Barrett has played a lot better since his earlier season. Um, Slump looking a lot better as like that third guy on that team. And, they're going to be tough, man, because they're yeah. a really good cohesive unit now with Hart. And you, I think that without Fox, you're not going to really win the game because Fox needs to be there to be that engine. And come on, it'll, come on, Pernil, but Fox, Fox is going to be there, man. He's he'll be yeah, ready. Yeah, he's go. got to. He'll he's be ready to, to go. Exactly. And I, I don't know about Brunson. I don't know if he's going to be playing. Uh, he missed their last game, so we'll find out. If Brunson is able to go, but yeah, hell, you saw what Emmanuel that, quickly did against the Celtics. I mean, yeah, and like. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's just, it's one of those extra weapons that you have to be able to slow down. And that was against a Boston Celtics defense. And he was finding any lane he wanted <laughs> down the paint. And it's just like, for the Kings defense, I think about him being a threat, getting into the paint, then Julius Randle being somewhere else. And it's it, it makes me a little bit more nervous going into this game. Um 
But at the same time, if Brunson isn't playing, it's just one less weapon you have to worry about. Yeah, and like even if um, Brunson isn't playing, Quickly's going to be a nightmare because Pr- Quickly's been really good as of late. He's just been just been everything for them as that microwave scorer off the bench and like filling in for Brunson. He's been incredible. Um, I have it on my fantasy team, so like I'm kind of like reaping the benefits, but he's he's just he's he's been really good for them this year and. He's been good for them since he's come into the league. Been a bit of in, uh, been a bit inefficient, but still very good. Um, and uh, man, I'm just excited to watch them play. Hell yeah! Just there are so many guys that are gonna be interesting. I gotta find time though, because Thursday I have the SAT. This Saturday I have two midterms on Friday. So uh, wait, 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 wait. Thursday you have the SAT. Saturday I have the SAT. Thursday, okay. um, Friday I have two midterms, and then oh, also, um. I got invited to come on to the Good Day Sacramento show on Tuesday to talk about March Madness. Oh, yeah. um, so that's like, are you doing that? It? I got like, yeah, I'm doing it. Um, my dad said that he'll take me 7 a.m. in the morning. So wow. I'll yeah. be there in Pernil. studio Pernil. talking about March Madness there. Just, just, Don't just forget remember, us. just remember, who, <laughs> I, no, no, Pernil, just remember who your real dad is, okay? <laughs> It's Daddy Deuce. Oh okay? my God, you're so. Look gross. at you, man. It all started by you just in a Discord, and Daddy Deuce was like, "Hey, come on the draft show," and now you're bigger than ever. You're going on. You're doing TV now. TV. He's dude. gonna start turning us down. I know. He's gonna be like, ah, "I don't want to come on." He's gonna be like, "Um, how how Sorry, much are you dude. willing to pay yeah, me, and then yeah. I'll come on?" I mean, wow. I we're proud of you, Pernil. I that's really cool, and just <laughs> enjoy it. It's such a loose, fun show. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited. Um, Cody reached out, and I'm like, wow, that, that was a pretty big shock. And well, Cody um, that is everyone. Cody's a great guy. Yeah. So truly, yes. yeah, yeah, truly. So yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm really excited. Um, I hope that it goes all well, and I can just keep building off of this. And so I'm, I'm really really excited. Are you going to mention us on Good Day Sacramento? Oh, for sure. I'm pretty sure they're gonna open with like <laughs> mention on the Deuce and Mo show, so people know who I You're am. You're damn right. Like, have we never sent Pernil merch? We gotta shove some merch on Pernil. <laughs> yeah, just use promo code. Thank you. Uh, um, no, um, no, I'm happy for you, man. And yeah, good luck with the midterms. Ball is life, and this game is more important than any midterm. Look, <laughs> let, let's be honest about this. Ten years from now, are you gonna remember this midterm, or are you gonna remember that Kings Clippers oh double God. overtime game? What's gonna be more meaningful? His in your dad life? is not gonna allow him on the show if you keep this shit up. Good point. Yeah. Well, Pernil. Um, no, don't answer that. <laughs> Just thank you, but have so much fun and make sure to tweet out your segment too when you um are going on. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And I'm also gonna like try to plug my Twitter on there so that I get even more followers. Hell yeah, um, dude. Yeah, and also for the blog for those of you guys that are listening and follow me, um, that will be coming around mid March, late March. I haven't been able to do anything like this last like week or so. It's been like literally the most stressful me- week of my life, but. After this week, I'm gonna have hella free time. Gonna be just working on that, and like starting mid March, you'll get consistent output from that. So be on the lookout for that if you guys want more like draft content and just more content from me. So yes. look out for that, guys. Keep it up, man. We appreciate you. Thanks, Pernil. Yeah, appreciate it. Bye bye. <laughs> the best, dude. Guys, doing it all, dude. Taking studying. Off. Although I... he he's got school tomorrow. There's. Oh my dude, god! When I was growing up. You were in bed at nine thirty. Well, ten, in high school, 10 o'clock. Sometimes I would have like a late practice and you'd have to, you have to eat dinner and then like you're getting to bed around 11. 
Pullover says, thanks, Perennial Mason. <laughs> uh, uh, who do we have next? Is it Ty? Ty and five, and so sorry if it's Tay. T A I. What's up? T. A I. <laughs> Are you there? Ayo. Maybe not. Uh, no worries. Let's try uh, Mofo. What's up, Mofo? Uh, oh, wait. Ty's here. Hold on. Hold on. Are you there? Yeah. Hello. It, hey. How, how, how do you say it again? I think we've butchered it before. How do you say your name? It's Ty. You said it right. Oh, yeah, Ty. It's Ty. My bad. Okay. What's going on, Ty? Uh, I have no clue how this Discord thing works. I was just waiting, and then I heard someone speak. I was like, what the Ooh. hell is that? Like, okay. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you hopped in here, so now you're forced to talk to us about the Kings. Uh, um, first of all, GG, I'm gonna be a lot more civil than what I was in the space of a Pelicans fan. Um, shout out to Kevin Odo. I'm, I've been really impressed with his stretch lately. And I keep saying in the space of the Cowboy space, oh, people who get on Kevin Odo. This is. You're, yes. you're the, you're, you're one of those that claims you're not a Kings fan, but you're really oh. deep down inside a Kings fan. <laughs> I remember you. Um, no, but, um, I keep, I keep saying to the people like, Shooters are going to shoot. They're going to go for stretches where they look like Jesus Christ. And then they're going to go for stretches where they just can't shoot to save their life. And Kevin Herter right now is in the Jesus Christ stretch. And it's been really important. And it's a really good win for you guys to be a be generous, a decent team. Um, in the New Orleans Pelicans, they're your best player. I feel like that builds a lot of confidence for, you know what I mean, the team. Especially like Kevin Hurdle, like I said. So it's just a really good win overall. And I like I really hope you guys go far into the playoffs. I don't know if it will happen, but I genuinely do hope the best since your fan base hasn't, you know, had really anything positive. That's really nice, Ty. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But you're rubbing it in a little bit. Don't you feel like he's right? You haven't had anything positive. No, I don't think he's yeah, rubbing. I think he is in a way. He's kind of like, yeah, Well, because I heard him on the spaces earlier and he sounded so upset about his team. So I think he's like come down to earth a little bit and he's like, you know what? But I am happy for this King squad and what they're, what the fan base is even yeah. experiencing too. So appreciate that. No, yeah. Like I was two years old when you guys last made the playoffs like okay. this obviously means okay. a lot to you guys again you're doing the rub it in thing i was two <laughs> years old <laughs> i'm just being objective that's the way i go about no, you're, everything you're, you're, try you're trying to you're mad because your team lost today so you're like let me poke at the, their playoff drought well guess what you're not gonna be able to poke at it anymore because it's ending this year yeah okay ty <laughs> No, I'm happy for you, really. At the end of the day, look, I can't even be that mad since the Pelicans do earn the biggest loss you guys have this season, which is by 32. See? So I can't be that mad. See, here we go. No, no, that, that, that was intentional. That one was intentional. That was intentional. At least he admits it, huh? All right, Ty. Well, well good, luck, good luck to Ty. your Pelicans. Get Zion back. Hey. I miss him. Have a good night. Right, Bye. <laughs> uh, oh, you just brought Ty back in. All right, there you so. go. Let's let's try Mofo. Mofo, we always go to Mofo in Discord and it never works, but it's kind of turned into a bit now. What's up, Mofo? And it's old man Trev, right? <laughs> it's it's our guy, old man Trev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not working. I'm uh, sure he was at the game tonight. Yeah, Trev's a good guy. He's a really good guy. <sighs> um, yeah. Looking at the updated standings, by the way, Morgan Reagan, the Kings, right there with the uh, Grizzlies. 
It's so fun. They're a half game behind Memphis right wow. now. Um, but let's kind of look ahead to this next uh, stretch for the Kings because, uh-huh. you know, it's one game at a time, but you've got the Knicks on Thursday. Saturday, you're at Phoenix. Monday, home for the Bucks. Mm. This is probably the most challenging stretch of games you're going to have. Yeah, you want to talk about a test. Yeah, it's a great test. Um, Different kind of test. We talked about the Knicks. I mean, the Suns right now, it's just kind of disgusting what they have. They just beat the Mavericks the other day in a close game. Um, But Kevin Durant, Booker, I mean, Durant to me, he... He's one of my favorite players in the league, and I know people don't like Durant for a variety of reasons, social media, Whatever. blah, blah. I just, the guy is a hooper. The guy gets buckets. Uh, seeing a guy his size do what he does Two-way out there. Two-way guy. Who, what he's had to overcome with the injury, uh-huh. too. And he's disgusting. And then you add him with Booker out there. It's a pretty lethal combination. Two guys that can handle, two guys that can play, make, and create, and get buckets. Yep. I mean, it. it you talk about those two guys, and... Um, what they do for each other, but then even the role players on that team. Sure, they lost some role players within the trade, but I mean DeAndre Ayton isn't a role player. He's a he's still a big stud. And then Chris Paul, I know at times we want to question his age. Is it? Hey, he was awesome last up? time the Kings played, and that's what I'm saying. Like he still has it. Like whether it's not as consistent as it used to be, it's still there, and he's still a threat that you have to worry about on the floor. And so then what that does is just open up the floor even more on the offensive end. Well, and these are going to be environments that are going to be interesting for the Sacramento Kings because Thursday it's going to be everyone's going to be amped up. The Knicks they're playing good basketball, right? You're at home. It's a TNT game. Yeah. Atmosphere is going to be insane. Saturday, the Suns are trying to move up. The Suns are trying to get where you are. Yeah. That's a big game in a tough environment against a really good team. And then Monday, the energy in the building, too, with Giannis in town. Oh, my God. Woo! Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm so glad that their streak had come to an end just because, you know, you were just curious what team was going to end up doing that to them, right? And they were just feeling it. They were just vibing with one another, looking good. Ah. Sorry. Um, you know, Chris Middleton still playing at such a high level, even when he's, like, not knocking down his threes. You know what he's capable of. What would you like to play? I wasn't trying to play that. I just was making sure it wasn't something that we missed that we should have talked about. It was just a Harrison Barnes um, technical. <laughs> Who was your dog of the game? <laughs> Here are the options for tonight. Kevin Herter, Trey Lyles, Davion Mitchell, Damanis Sabonis. Uh, nearly 800 votes or a little over 800 votes in this poll question. Morgan, uh, the winner right now, Kevin Herter, 58% of the vote. Next goes Davion Mitchell at 22%. Damanis Sabonis at 12. Trey Lyles at 8. Oh, what what are you what are you know. putting your hand up I, for? Trey Lyles deserves a little more love in this. I mean, dog come on, you game. gave four answers. Like, what do you? It's it's got to be spread out, man. Who would be your dog? It Kevin Herter, easily, and just just because I think when you look at what he did tonight, um, and needed to do that tonight, um, starting to look better and better each game, but to have one of those games where he was just hitting dagger after dagger and just feeling it and looking good on both ends. Great job by Kevin Herter. The Kings are 38 and 26 on the season. The Pelicans now 31 and 34. 
Pelicans are in a weird spot right now. Um, if Zion gets back, they can make a put. I mean, they, if they get in and Zion's back and they're a playing team, they win the play. They're a dangerous team for sure. Yeah, but they're just they don't look right at all right now. I mean, CJ looked way off tonight for having two really nice players like CJ and Bi. It's um, it is surprising. I mean, obviously Brandon Ingram still had a big game with 24 points, nine of 16 um, from the field. But he didn't look right either. He had that one nasty ass jam. Though. He didn't look, he didn't, he like didn't look quick. Like he didn't look like, right. uh, you know what I mean? Like even his, his uh, release is usually quicker off the dribble. It's a little, his creation is a little quicker. Uh, I didn't see that from him tonight. Yeah. I don't know what it was for the Pelicans. I'm just looking across the board, making sure I didn't miss anything, but, um, but yeah, they've. You look at Jones. I mean, they've got Murphy. They have guys, even with what they were lacking tonight with some of the injuries. So I don't know what it was, but I mean, I still think that they are going to be fine. Like they'll figure it out, right? Do you not feel that same way? I think it's getting later and later, and like the Zion hamstring thing has been lingering. I mean, he. Did it in the game against, I believe, the Sixers. I was watching that game live, and I was like, God, this guy's so fun. He's making an impact out there, and then he leaves the game. We haven't seen him since. He re-aggravated it. Those things can linger. It's kind of the same reason why I think the Fo that the Kings are like, hey, Fox, just take a game to see if yours is sore. Like, we don't want to risk it. I mean, it's getting late. I mean, they could if it, it all comes together, but the problem is these guys haven't played together. Like, who were you talking to today? Was it Chris Watkins who brought this up? That said, um, the amount of games that Ingram, oh, Zion, yeah. yep, it was Ingram, Zion, and CJ have played 10, ten games together this year. So, do they have the chemistry? You know, I mean, it's just tough. We talk about it every year with these teams that are banged up. The Clippers are another example of this. It's like ball okay. dominant guys, and I think with the Clippers, the only reason why there's a little bit of a difference there is that this squad has been together for a little bit now, but I, I know playing NBA, other NBA teams and not just each other at practice makes a big difference, but they also, these names that they have, even compared to the Pelicans, they're like more experienced names, names that have done it together and, or have done right. it at a high level longer. Uh, let's get to a couple more people, a couple more people in the chat. Thanks to Prox EP who subscribed on Twitch saying, Appreciate hey guys, you. I just started watching you this year and I wish I started earlier. Love you guys. I work at Gold One Center hoping I can meet you guys one day. Of course, Hell come yeah. say what's up to us at a game for sure if you're at Gold One Center. We always say hi to people. Said hi to Drew Mac today. Oh, no way. Brooke. Oh my gosh, everyone. Dave. Actually, Drew's like, he comes up to me and goes, hey, this is how he sounds. Oh, yeah. Hey, Deuce. What's up, What's up, little Drew Mac? There he's he's a little guy, you know. Little Drew Mac. Can can you can, can you introduce me to James Ham? I was like, okay, yeah. Wait, like why, Drew Mac? Why wouldn't you just introduce yourself? Oh, James Ham was you know in the media section. Oh, so okay, it was okay. Halftime, and I went and grabbed yeah. James Ham. Oh my god, brought him over. No, thank you. No, like hey, dude, hey, dude, thanks for letting me meet James Ham. Like, thanks for helping me. What out. What did you? When did you want him to thank you? Immediately. <laughs> Send a message. Um, Drew Mac did bring us a present when we had that little burger patch luncheon thing. That was cool. That was really yeah, nice. Mean, yeah, he did what he needed to do. But it was just interesting. Like, you know, 
you do so much for these people and and all they want is more drew mac just he no. just wants more it's just the disrespect <laughs> i got that's what i'm doing it's like i'm to the point now some of these people are so comfortable with me because i'm in the discord chatting with them they're like dudes can you go get james ham for me i'm like yes anything for you can you grab me a water yeah bitch? It's like, brooke brooke's like can you give me a cookie I got her a cookie from the media room one time. Wait, no. Nah. This is what I, you know what? Oh, I'm and you about. buy Nick pizza? And I bought, what am I doing? Yeah, dude, you need to set boundaries. Yeah, I hate all like, of you guys. And I, by the way, I love all these people <laughs> that we're kidding. talking about, but like, I have to take care of myself too. <laughs> oh my God. Um, uh, yeah, no. So if you're at a game, whenever, just say what's up to us. Yeah. Seriously. And if you need Don't anything, hesitate. ask Deuce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, a lot of Pernil love in here too. I'm happy for Pernil. Great guy. Great kid. He's not a guy yet. Right. He's, he's a kid. I'm just a kid. Also, uh, Jay in the chat says, did you guys see Russell Westbrook get those Kings fans thrown out of a game? Did you see that? Oh yeah. Yeah. What was up with that? I, Why is he so sensitive? I well, was looking too. It was like with 37 seconds to go in a game, Morgan. I heard a security guard or someone was telling me the next day. They were like, did you see, we had, we had a drunk fan. We had to throw out over here. He was with his two kids. And then he's like, then there's those fans on the court. And they were like, we're not leaving. And they're like, no, yeah, you are like you, you did something wrong. And I guess they did something wrong. But so. what did they do? I don't know. I didn't. I ask. just think did Westbrook. I don't know. Maybe everyone does just say things to him all the time. And KD was just talking shit to a fan the other day. It was like, you yeah, can't throw down. You can't throw down. I just think it's like at some point, if someone's saying Westbrook, you got to get over it, dude. Like, it's not that I understand you don't like it. You just need to go play the game. All right. As long to me, my rule is as long as you're like not being, you're not cussing at me being stupid if you're just doing some basic fan taunting yeah taunt, taunt away and what i will say though i do think it, i do find it weird with people on the floor these like i mean some are going to be like rich entitled people acting like <laughs> sixth graders um is kind of interesting you know but but yes i also understand it's, it's a basketball game and if they're going to call you west brick um or something else then i guess yeah, I mean, something else that's appropriate enough to be like sixth grade level, then deal with it. There you go. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Sixth grade level, though. Keep it there. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We're going to be back live late Thursday night following Kings and Knicks. I can't wait for the game. It's going to be on TNT. It's going to be a special night. Hopefully, it's a fun night for the Sacramento Kings. Of course, we are on Monday through Friday on our daily show on Sacktown Sports. That's from 11 to 2 if you want to hang out with us there. We love you guys, but we gots to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your evening. See ya! Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, they tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know. Deuce and Mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.